0: welcome to the mikvah.org podcast the mikvah organization has been dedicated to the education and resources for jewish family life since 1975 5735 you can support our vital work at mikvah.org forward slash donate thank you for your support and enjoy today's recording Thank you for being an active member of the mikvah.org community, bringing our podcast into the top 1% of all religious and spirituality podcasts being shared globally. In order to continue our vital work and continue with more podcast episodes, we invite you to partner with us. Please consider sponsoring an episode in memory of a loved one or an honor or schus of someone special, perhaps a birthday, a celebration, a site dedication. There are so many reasons why dedicating a podcast episode on org would be a tremendous merit for your loved one. Please reach out for donation opportunities to podcast at org. I thank you in advance for your consideration and helping to continue the org podcast grow.
1: Okay. Hello. Hello, everybody. We're live. Welcome to our Pist Life episode of our college teacher Hakel interviews. Just gonna mention all the women's names that we have with us because each person is gonna do their own intro. We have Mrs. Hensha Zavdi, Mrs. Liva Tebel, and Mrs. Lial Karafsky. So welcome and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to. Do this interview for us. I'm sure many, many colleagues are going to benefit from meeting you, getting to see your style, and um, hearing a a little bit about yourselves. So we'll jump right in and we'll go into our first question to tell us a little bit about yourself. So on the screen, I see you, Hensha, right near me.
2: So why don't you go ahead and start? Hi, I'm Hensha Zabdi. I live in London, England. Renslach is here. We've lived here about 20 years. And um, I love teaching colors. I love teaching. I teach high school. I teach colors. I teach women. This is really my my space, I guess. Took me a while to find, and I'm glad to be here. Okay, wonderful.
1: Liel, go. Go ahead.
3: Okay. <clears throat> First of all, I'm so humbled to be part of this incredible, incredible group of women. I truly believe and feel that we are the ones who literally have this chance and opportunity to shape the future of, Bnei, you know, the future of uh, Israel. Uh, thank you for great initiative. It's an amazing, amazing, incredible uh, thing to do. You know, during the Hackel year, and Hashem, I hope it will be for a first layman. Of uh, have a good Abad and Yechasia, and for all the Yeshua's we need, Bezrat Hashem. So I'm actually here in uh, Brooklyn, Crown Heights, uh, for about, I guess, like 13 years, 14 years. Uh, I was raised in actually Israel. I was born in Almata, Kazakhstan, where Rablevik was sent to exile. My grand grandfather oh, was, was buried next to. Wow. Wow. So my first born was actually is, you know, named by Levi. And I'm here 13 years already. So I'm fluent in Hebrew, Russian, and I'm trying to do my best in English as well. You know, the sense of humor of Hashem. I'm relatively new color teacher and I was very nervous. I'm like, Hashem, please stand on my way. Only Russian or Hebrew speaking colors. And guess what? Wow. Most of my college are English, speaking. Okay. I'm like, okay, I got it, okay, <laughs> because I attended college over here, I almost did my master's degree in social work, so I guess I'm not as bad, <laughs> but Baruch Hashem, yes, yeah, so right now I'm in Crown Heights. Oh, your English sounds
1: good, good to us. Good
3: thank to you, you, thank you, thank
1: you. Okay, and Leva, go ahead, tell us a little bit about yourself.
4: Okay, hi, I'm Leva Tevel. Um, I am from out of town, and um, I always thought of myself as an out-of-towner. But I've been in Crown Heights for probably the both uh the longest part um the, the for over almost eighteen years. So that's um I guess I'm already a Crown Heightser. Um, um, I run a mommy and me um, for over 14 years, which is amazing for, um, mothers and the babies or toddlers, preschoolers.com, um, a great support system, great warm environment, social outlet, um, and, um, uh, wife and mother to, uh, Hashem, a beautiful family.
1: Okay, wonderful. So what motivated, motivated you to become a Taras Mishpacha instructor? Liba, why don't you go ahead? Okay um so I don't know it was always in my blood I don't know like
4: before I got married I knew that I just wanted to find a teacher that's going to be um you know give over that the mitzvah of taras and with this warmth and passion and you know in the the way I perceived it the special um the preciousness that I perceived it as um and when I saw that other people didn't have that perception I was like I wanna change that. I wanna, I wanna give it over. They should understand. They're like, do you know what gift you have here? Can I show you? This is so special. It's so valuable. Um, and it just remained a dream for a while until um mikfa.org, uh until I saw that org was offering this this port and I jumped at it.
1: I, I was really excited. Wonderful. Okay.
2: Hensha. What motivated you to become a hala teacher? So it's interesting. I, I think I always had a passion for Tarsim even before I got married. I think you said that, Liba. Without even knowing the nuance, I knew that we were part of the mikvah. We grew up, I grew up in Shlichus in Long Beach, California, and the Rebbe was very involved in that mikvah's construction. And it was just something that was just known and part of life and importance. And I saw a lot of people struggle with a woman's role and the beauty um, that Tyra puts on women and the importance. And I felt like this is something I wanna share, but I didn't quite think I'd be a college teacher. I was a bit nervous that people blame any problem they have in marriage on their college teacher. And I didn't want that to <laughs> be, <laughs> um, to be honest, until one day, I would say about 16 years ago, um, a girl who I was very close with in high school and then past high school was getting married. And there's not so many college teachers here in London. And I was the young one back then. <laughs> and she basically said to me, the same: either you teach me or I'll read the books. So I was like, okay, I'm teaching you. I really got thrown in the deep end. Um, so I started with her with a lot of mentoring and talking through with seasoned college teachers. I want to mention specifically Sara Morozov and Sara Dubov who through the years supported me uh, whenever I had questions. And I kind of went from one to the next um, when there was the United Synagogue here in England offering an official college teacher course about nine years ago, ten years ago I took it uh, just to become more official at the encouragement of Sara Dubov. Um, and then of course, when mikvah.org made their course, I thought that was a great opportunity to solidify my knowledge and really gain the confidence and just feel more prepared for my role, so.
1: Wow, very
3: nice, Liel. Okay, so s- long time ago, since I was <laughs> like six year old girl, I remember myself, you know, Wanting to become a teacher, it was kind of a dream. So all the years I went to, you know, Haredi school in Israel, and I was like, oh, when I'm gonna become an observant, uh, you know, woman? I want that family. I want that beautiful, amazing, you know, family because I have a secular background by myself. Uh, and um, I was always a teacher. You know, I got my degree from Beit Trifka Kfar Chabad. Then I went on Shlechos, Riga, Latvia for three years. And here I was with my firstborn, 21 year old, very fresh, <laughs> knowing nothing basically, just married. And my rabbitson uh, Rabbitson Rivka Glasman told me, Liel, you know, Aleph, teach Aleph. Here is the color, you know, she's gonna come to you to your house and you gotta teach her. <laughs> okay, what shall I do? I mean, I do have this passion. I'm so excited. Oh no, all, all this, you know, spiritual aspects of it. And then she just really inspired me. She gave me this, you know, believe in myself that it's really the way you present the mitzvah. It's really, if you're really um, passionate about it, if you're really on fire, it's really contagious. When I came actually to Crown Heights, My house literally like became like a Chabad house. I opened Tarzan Shpacha class, Tanya class. I was always involved, you know, with the Hebrew community, Israeli and also Russian, doing all the, you know, organizing all the, you know, um, lectures, but not teaching by myself. But then recently, you know, three years ago, I was like, okay. And in the middle, you know, years ago, seven years ago, I also happen to be um, a master of social work. And it's funny, like what motivated you to become a college teacher? It really, you know, like a flashback, when I got into the interview with um, the school of social work, they asked me, okay, students, what motivates you to become a social worker? And everybody like, oh, we like to help people, you know, we're very compassionate, blah, 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 all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, this is me. I love to save, you know, lives of the people. This is so me. So to make the story short, uh, I only did one year of my social work. I wasn't completely, you know, satisfied with the view, with all the idea and all the paperwork. It was a little bit boring, a little bit like technical. I wanted like more, you know, spiritual. And I said, bingo mikveh.org to become a kalatich. I was always, you know, very um, into helping people, um, you know, being inspired how to change uh, marriages, how to really, how both of you just mentioned, really to do some change, um, elevate our marriage and ignite the people, ignite the spark. So yes, I realized, well, I can still practice in my active listening, you know, be compassionate and truly (laughs) I call myself helicopter college teacher. I really, you know, treat all of my colors as my own daughters. So I guess this uh, combination of the skills that I got, that I got, you know, through my education, secular education, through psychology, through all this, you know, approach, creating this personal touch. That's what just pushed me, like, here we go. And also, not to mention that um, I also got a, a dollar from a rabbi. That was a crazy story. I never win anything, and it's not me at all. You know, Rafael and me, it's like completely different stories. So, one Israeli for Brangin, they go, like, Liel, come back, you got some dollar. So it was a dollar for a woman, Yudalif Kislev from Manhattan, a woman who came to the Rabbi to ask for bracha for kids. So the Rabbi told them, You need to create your certain group, review of Taras Meshpacha, learn, and then come back. So nine months after they came, they already were, you know, pregnant, and a year after they, whatever, like. After then they came with their babies, so I still have this dollar and I'm like okay Leah let's go let's go do it do it don't just say do it, and I literally love it. Baruch Hashem I'm it's a privilege and it's a big big responsibility yeah. Wow
1: wow very interesting. I'm
3: trying I'm trying. (laughs) Okay,
1: Uh, so what kind of clients do you service. Um, I guess Liel, why don't you?
3: So, um, <laughs> as I mentioned before, I was like praying. Okay, so not English speaking, please only Hebrew speaking and Russian speaking. So you know, Misha, Baba, So I had different uh, girls. Most of them English speaking. Uh, I feel more comfortable. I feel like this is my shlechos to be with Balshuvas um, Carlos but they all come. It's very diverse. I all, I'm also a mikvah attendant here in Crown Heights. So I see all different type and I feel I'm trying to connect to both, you know, <laughs> from from birth and Balcivos, um, but most of the time it's Balcivos Yeah, I had like this interesting uh, story, uh, one of my columns and she's actually from from birth but in a way you know she decided to be more light more modern and it was a great compliment for me after the you know end of our classes she said oh my gosh i heard so many horror stories about color teachers they're so strict they're so you know serious but with you i felt that you're so not judgmental and i'm like okay i guess it's a good side <laughs> wow well wow. great so compliment I, I guess i'm trying to really inspire them ignite the spark of course i teach alahas with them obviously but it's more like empower them to ask the questions later to feel comfortable to own the mitzvah and not just to be afraid we just previously spoke with the mrs hanjazavti that most of our, our cows are so nervous because I see it when I total them, right? They're like, did I do the right thing? <gasps> did I do this and this hat-sitze? I'm like, Mama Le, you're here nowadays. Relax. <laughs> it's more like emotional chatzitzahs, not physical chatzitzahs. So let's take a deep breath. You're good. You're doing the right thing. You're doing good. So I guess with my natural you know, calmness, I can... Try to be inspiration for them. Is that very, very nice. Sure.
1: Okay. And um, show what kind of uh, girls, what kind of clients do you uh, service? Clients
2: sounds very official. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we all call our callas my callas, even my callas. long it's, after it's, they're married. Yeah, most it's very sweet callas. when I hear the, the teacher saying my callas. Yes. <laughs> um, so most of my callas, I would say, yeah. At least seventy percent are probably Lubavitchers from the local London community. We're so often, I get a Shlafus girl who lives somewhere nearby. I once had a girl fly in for three days to learn intensely for three days. This was before yeah. Zoom was in course because right, there was right. nobody where she lived. You know, she lived somewhere in Europe where there wasn't somebody she could turn to. Um, I have done a few Zoom also remote people who don't have somebody where they are and they're not hanging out in Crown Heights, so they need somebody. Mm-hmm. I also teach um, quite a number of not religious colors, So it will be the range from people who often Chabad on campuses around London, their alumni moved to London after, after college and get a job, and then they get engaged, and the Robinson's excited for them and says, all right, (laughs) time for a college teacher, and then they call me. So I I also get through that way through the United Synagogue a bit, but mostly through other shluchim who have contacts here in London who need a college teacher.
1: But do you have a very different type of curriculum, so to speak, for your from college versus these non-religious?
2: Yes, yes. Okay. Curriculum, when you say different curriculum, everybody has to learn everything. So right. it's not, it, it's not, you know, halacha is halacha. Right. Obviously, with a the labavacher, there is um, a wider sense of really um, giving over the messages of the Rebbeim, of the Rebbe, and the Hashkafa um, that we've been taught and bin Zaycha to, to live with and to be able to have that highest in this mitzvah. Um, As well as, you know, sort of initiating them into marriage entirely um, Mm -hmm. of the Torah and Kedusha, which for the secular Kala, uh, often they're already living together and they are doing me a favor by showing up at a lesson or two or three. If they're getting married in Israel or, or South Africa and they need a certificate, so they're doing it out of need if they don't need what the Rebson suggested. So I'm like desperately um, trying to squeeze in as much inspiration. Often their their intention is to come the once before they get married and sort of tick that box. As they say in England, you check yes. that box, you know, I've done it um, and I'm hoping to inspire them to make it a part of their married life. So it is is a different focus, even right, if right. Allah is covered both ways around. Uh, Okay, and Leva, I think
1: you said you're pretty new to this field, yet um, hit the jack, yeah. <laughs> haven't yet gotten um, college, um, looking like, forward. The,
4: the reason why I got, I, you know, um, did this course was for, to give over that passion and warmth. So whoever really is looking for that, that's that's really where I'm looking for, um, but-
1: we'll it's see. A shin. Well mm-hmm. see where it,
4: goes
1: to me. Um, good. it has Sala and be. Hashem,
4: it should sorry. It's just really the warmth and the passion is, you know, um that's that's my my teaching style. So that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. But if you don't know what Hashem has in mind.
1: Right. Well there's plenty of girls. Um around Kern Heights and I didn't even realize till recently how many college teachers there are just thinking back to my days. <laughs> it's really beautiful and everyone has different style and everyone caters to different type of girls. So I'm sure there's gonna be um, the need for for another college teacher. you know and as, I, as you said, giving away that warmth and passion so it's a
0: shame.
1: they should keep coming. Um, okay, so how do your calls inspire you or do you have a story to share?
3: Um, Leo, how about you go ahead and, um, um, as I mentioned before, I like to connect to all, all of them, you know, and see the individuality, like really to be more as a teacher, as a, you know, instructor, but give this personal connection. So <laughs> each and every story is a story. So just a little one um, that I guess standing out. I guess um, most of the time I teach via Zoom, so I don't really know who's sitting. <laughs> you know, they show up like this over here, <laughs> like that, <their laughs> or so. So I presume this is, you know, standard. You know, it's music girl and all this. You know, or Hashem. Um, And I do require one class of calendar, right? The last class um, (laughs) face-to-face. So here I am all excited, all, you know, hopeful, positive. And one of the, you know, the colors just show up like with uh, not particular skirt. Um, It's not, it didn't like shock me at all. You know, I by myself 25 years ago, was uh, you know going like this, and I did a complete like transformation, and it. it it didn't bother me at all. But the fact that later on, when she was preparing to her mikvah, right, all the details that she was so particular and so you know insisting, asking me over and over, you know, like ask the rabbi, how do I do this? And I'm standing in the mikvah. What do I do with this? And what the kavana, and what this? I'm like, wow, You're it's beautiful. So delicious. You are so, you know, like a Levi That sometimes we will be so connected to this, this mitzvah. You know, you know, it's a, it's so interesting. Uh, people used to ask me, oh, so when did you do your tshuva? And the classical answer that I give them, I'm still in a process. You know, we all still. <laughs> supposed to do and improve ourselves, elevate ourselves. So it's not, it's never done. We always need to, you know, inspire ourselves and grow. So I think from this particular young girl, young Kala, I really like felt, okay, in this maybe, you know, mitzvah, she's not that much strong, but there is a potential, but look how beautiful she is in this, you know,
1: That's so beautiful, wow. Wow. Yeah,
3: Yeah.
1: that's beautiful. Thank Mm you for sharing that. About Henshaw, have any uh, inspirational stories here or
2: anything um, in any way that your colleagues inspire you? Well, I think like Liel said, they all inspire us, me, with just when I see their commitment to the detail, it's always very inspiring. Um, But two particular stories or, anecdotes come to mind um, as standing out and inspiring. One of them was a woman, a traditional young woman who I taught and had no idea if it was gonna be a once mikvah or like I said, hoping that she'll continue. And I remember at least a year later, probably close to two years later, I got a call from her out of the blue. I was not in touch with her at all. And she was telling me that she's traveling to London and she's arriving back in London after the time that the mikvah would be closed and it's mikvah night and what does she do? And I I just like, I took a double take. I was so inspired by her commitments. Um, Didn't know whether or what to expect. And of course, shout out here to the incredible mikvah ladies. I know that Liel, you are one of them, Um, but everywhere around the world, you know, they. Accommodated her so beautifully to make her feel comfortable that whenever she arrives in London, because she was driving from out of town, it was far, she can be in touch and they'll make it work for her. So that's one story that stands out. Another one more um, that I'd love to share is that um, another Kala who had. She wasn't at the level of observance that her family was at that point in her life when I taught her when she was getting married. Um, But she was happy to learn and she loved the classes and she was happy to learn the details and she was incredibly receptive to all the details of halacha, hashkafa, et cetera. And during one conversation with her about her hakes, when we were talking about a lot of details that I knew she probably didn't feel ready to commit to keeping. But of course, one never knows. And you know, you have to teach them everything and and hope to inspire. Um, so we spoke about it. I told her all the halakha And then um she kind of was questioning different details of it. And I, I explained to her, as I do to everyone, that you know, it's not all or none. We're all, as Liel said, we're all growing and working on ourselves and we do our best at where we're at now and we know that there's room to grow. And she really thought about that and then she looked at me and she said, so do you think I can wear a sheetal? And I was like, wear a sheetal? Like where did that come in? And she (laughs) said, well, I don't know, I I think I want to cover my hair, but I feel like it's so hypocritical, I don't even dress nice. And my sister said I should wear a shaital and I'm like that's ridiculous if I do anything maybe I'll throw a scarf on sometimes, but if you're telling me that each you know each action and each idea stands on its own and it's not hypocritical, then maybe I can wear a shaital and she went Um, and bought the shaital and that really blew me, I mean that was really incredible and inspiring and made me realize as well like. How you know? Everything we do, every positive thought, every positive action, how powerful it can be. So that's my inspiring. Well, you know, they all inspire me. But that was well, thank you,
1: thanks for sharing. They're so inspirational. And I know, Weba, you don't get your colors yet, but if you have anything um, to share, please do. Yeah. So, um, like you said, I haven't, I haven't run
4: really officially taught any collars yet, but the. The curriculum, the mikfad.org teacher training curriculum is so comprehensive that like with encounters with anybody, like you know, my family, my siblings, my myself, my um, my children, my husband, um, friends, guests at the table, like there's always something that it, that like, oh yeah, I went in the course that, you know, and like I was so animated about all the learning that we we were doing. It's not just the halakha; like that's just that's the beginning of the course, and then there's like just so many months of more and yeah, you know more more topics, hashkafa, um, you know physical health, like mental health, like it's just so comprehensive that um, I um, like it affects you know so many people. Um, there one one person I at that point I was so excited and I was talking, I have, was having a conversation with a lady, and a few months later she tells me. I know it's early on, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm pregnant and it's all because of you and that conversation we had. Um, and I was like, wow. Like, I felt like Lord, like, wow, Hashem. Beautiful. That was, that's so special. Like because of this, like because of me and that conversation, like it wasn't, it wasn't me, you know, it's like Hashem put put me in the right place. And that was just like, wow, like that's really special. Um, and then like what everybody else was saying, it's just like, when you're talking to different people, and you know you're saying what you learned, and you're giving over what you learned, and then there, the the kite that you know that sincerity of another of a yid like anishama is always away it, it doesn't matter what they look like it doesn't matter what the packaging is like I mean somebody dressed one way isn't any better than somebody dressed another way like everybody has their struggles and you just wants to be connected to Hashem and this is their their gift and they're just like they're so eager to do it the right way and like how can we hold it back you know it, they're it, it's just it like like a and said like you know it's it bores me when I see how people um women and just even are just so excited and eager and sincere in their connection with Hashem and doing what's right. So
1: yeah, and you, you were, like, them slothen, don't you don't know where what well, which conversation will go
2: where and, no, and, and
1: <laughs> down the line and sometimes you never even know, right? Well I
2: yeah. just can I jump in here. I heard of course, somebody of course I heard somebody describe like you're saying, Liva, I heard somebody describe um, teaching kalas as chesed shal MS because awesome. what's chesed Shal MS traditionally is after someone passes away and they have no way to return it and you have no idea what kind of kindness it affects down the line. I feel like we're blessed and privileged to be in a position where we're planting seeds and we have no idea where they'll go and what we say will spark something in someone and generations that will be affected exactly. by generations, yeah,
1: continuing
2: that um,
1: generations, continuing the purity of Am Yisrael, it really is incredible. So, we'll just um, end off if anyone wants to share their vision of the future of Tara Samashvacha. If anyone has something to um, share in that um, aspect,
3: yeah. So, oh, go ahead. Yeah, Libra, go ahead. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, I actually uh, heard I thought it's incredible Ashgaha Um, this real talk with Adasa Khan and uh, Minus Friedman, Rabbi Manus Friedman. And, you know, she was interviewing him and asking like, what do you feel the people really need to hear right now? What, what will be the message, you know, for our generation? So he actually said, which I feel it's really what we all, you know, struggling with. Uh, it's about confusion these days, you know, it's really that we need this clarity. And I feel that how can we connect it to vision of Taras Mishpacha that more and more people, you know, want to really elevate, find right answers, how to improve their marriage, how to elevate their marriage, how to, f- you know, rejuvenate their marriage. And I feel like we're really, you know, it's Chodesh Kislev, we really need to increase the light. We really need to increase and learning and inspiring each other and other people. I feel like this is the final steps of uh, our galus, right? Everything was done already. We just need to increase in adding Mokdusha, you know, finding the creative ways, how to inspire ourselves and how to give it over to other people. And we have an amazing resource of mikvah.org, you know, to help us to, as uh, just mentioned that it really, the course, that's what it did for all of us. It actually solidified and enriched our own, you know, lives. And When you feel connected, when you feel really empowered by yourself, then you can really ignite one neshama after another neshama. And as uh, Rabbi Manis Friedman, uh, you know, said it really beautifully in his documentary uh, movie about marriage, about intimacy, that it's about the time to fix one bedroom after, you know, one at a time. So I feel and I hope. This is a very humbling spot that we all here have, you know, this um, huge responsibility that we will be ambassadors for light and uh, we can really make the change. Even little one. (laughs)
1: Yes, yes. That's
3: supposed to be, you know, grandiose. It could be just a little one, just to show our colors that it should be fun. It should be joyful. It should be elegant it should be beautiful it's not supposed to be stressful it's not supposed to be a burden uh, if I yeah exactly if i do don't do this so Hashem will punish me you know what i'm saying it's it's like a symptom of bad shuvas M- most of the time like no 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 you're a bad girl <laughs> so yeah so i hope we will really have like this balance and um share it with the world is that so Taras definitely I mean. definitely announces to you, know, ignite our spark and elevate our marriage, Bezrat Hashem, big time. I mean, I mean.
1: And to are you gonna share something, your vision for the future of Taras Mishpacha?
2: I think the vision has already been shared by our Rebbe, and the vision is Kedusha and Tara and nothing but. And if we can be a small part in that, uh, chain and make it happen one bit faster by adding one more ounce of Kadisha in our corner of the world. That's where it's at. And um, I, I think the path is clear ahead of us. You know? Yes, yes. Totally agree with that. Okay.
1: Anyone want to end up with any closing remarks? Liba, you were going to say something? Um. So, just to build on what I had said earlier, that the curriculum was so
4: um, comprehensive that it showed me so many more aspects to um, the mitzvah. So there's the mitzvah of the halacha, but then there's um, the there's the halakha of the mitzvah, but then there's also the hashkafa. Um, and like how in uh, how Tara and Hasidus use intimacy and the beauty and the um, you know, the the pedestal it's put on. And like so much of that, you you need a a whole there's like a surrounding education that could be given over to the children and to um, the teenagers and to like, it, it's not just like, you can't come as a Kala already with a certain mind um, and Hashkafa developed and then say, okay, now we're going to teach you and we're going to undo everything that you've learned and now reteach you. So like there's a Hashkafa that and a Chinuch that needs to come from early around that I think mikvah.org has been, um, you know, trying to they, they've been doing a phenomenal job there's so many podcasts out there that they have they're really taking this on and um it really affects um the mitzvah of samashbacha um, something simple as teaching the girls about their period or their, their the the way their body's changing but from a terch and chassid's point of view um i mean for me when i say ter it's also chassid like it's one and you know one and the same but um or, or you know, if 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 um, if shalom bias is held on such a pedestal, if if um, intimacy is such a high pedestal, then then the communication and the relationship between husband and wife are supposed to be a certain way, where the home is supposed to have a certain atmosphere, and in order to create that atmosphere, that there needs to be a certain um, education coming from much earlier on. You know, just that that respect the the obviously solid the hearts, that the you know, the awe, whatever, like, it, it, it's, like, there's so much that when you're teaching Taras and when you're teaching intimacy, it, does, it it's not, well, you know, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. There's so much, so much surrounding that could be done beforehand. Um, you know, when the kids come and ask, Ma, um, is it true that, like, there's so much you could give over, to, like, age-appropriate, that they should have a foundation of this beauty and this love and this awe, and, you know, um, whatever the mental health, health, the physical health, the, you know, not that my body uh, is not about we're ashamed of our body and we need to hide it, but just that, like, it, it's, it's a, it's something so precious. So something so precious. You don't just flaunt or like, some, like there's so much, like there's so much beauty here. So like it comes, you know, there, there's so much connected with that. Um, and that I hope will get out that people should see. Um, yeah, until now, it, the mitzvah Sarasa Meshvachah was more of a pro because it's so private and so beautiful. It's kept, you know, more so to speak, it seems like it's a secret. So then the hashkah that comes is from the outside world. That's not our hashkah. And it's so, you know, so like when we could give the foundation in other mitzvahs, then when we come and we teach with this beauty and with this awe and you know then oh yeah that makes sense it's just it builds on everything that I've been learning till now it's not like a stare, like oh wow now I need to undo everything so that's where I hope um, this should go and um, like just said absolutely like we have the path we know where we know where it's at Um, just that it should all be um, combined and, and connect with you know all aspects of our life. it's not like I said, it's not in a vacuum so it should just let the kids enjoy let the kids
1: really appreciate what we have the the, the gift the precious name. yeah totally agree with that we, sh- we already are all these special college teachers all these special women and we should continue to have the brachas to be able to fulfill the Rebbe's um, dream so we could do Shavam mm-hmm. Yisrael and you mentioned about mikvah.org's um trying to accomplish all that you were saying about educating girls and women from a younger age, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I will want to mention for everyone listening that we have for those who don't know, we have a podcast with so much, so much rich content and information and sessions on halacha and Ashkafan, women's health, etc. So please visit mikvah.org forward slash audio and you'll see links to all your podcast platforms and Google and Apple and Spotify and please enjoy and thank you once again on behalf of MICFAZWork to all these um to the three of you college teachers who gave us the time to join in this Hakel um for Kajush Kisleif. and um yeah shalom, have much Amen. Thank, thank you. you, thank, thank you Karen. very
3: much. Thank you. Thank you.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's recording. Please take a moment to leave a rating or a review to help others find the podcast. We welcome you to support our vital work at mikvah.org forward slash donate. For feedback, please email podcast at mikvah.org. Have a wonderful day.